Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I am a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not only your business, but your life. And today, I really want to get into this idea of being clear about our needs, our wishes, our desires, the things that light us up and give us joy. This is part two of a three-part series. So make sure that you listen to the prior episode if you haven't done so already. But today we're gonna be talking about attracting what you want. We just don't luck up on happiness. We actually have to create the space to attract it into our world so that we can be able to be closer to the lives that we know we are destined to live. If you are interested in learning more about how you can create the space to welcome that kind of positivity and that kind of up-leveling to your life, listen to this episode. We're going to dive right into those details to make sure that you are excelling in not just your business, but in your life. You're going to get Hey, hey, and we're back. I'm so glad that you're spending your time with me and using your time effectively, giving you a big old electronic high five as we speak. If this is your very first time listening, welcome, welcome. Make sure you smash that subscribe, follow, all that stuff. (laughs) Wherever you're listening, I know I have um, a lot of people on Spotify and I've got people on Apple iTunes, so I don't know where you're at, but wherever you're listening, so glad that you're here. Make sure if you have been listening for a a long time and you've been loving these episodes, got a couple of things to ask from you. Number one is please share this podcast with other people. That way we can grow this community and get more opinions and more ideas and just really grow, not just with our our personal development, but in the richness of our community. Because I truly believe that you investing your time should be able to add value to other parts of your life and other people, enriching other people's lives as well. And... If you've been really loving this and you want to let other people know, make sure that you write me a review or click the link in the show notes below there so you can send me a video message. And I would love to air your message that that way we can let other people see that this is definitely a place where we all can grow and feel safe. And that's so important to me that one of the things that I created this podcast is that it's not just where I speak to you, but you get to speak to me and we get to share our message, our common message of growth and prosperity and love. And if that's who you are, I definitely would encourage you to go ahead and write a message, write a review or let other people know that way we can be able to amplify this core idea. And lastly, if you'd like to get to know me, I'm going to leave some links in the show notes below. If you want to connect with me, send me a message or whatever you want to do, (laughs) I want to make sure that you can be able to reach out to me. And that being said, if you would love to learn more about me, you can also reach me on my website, denisetealy.com. You can read my story. You can uh, see me in my big old afro back in the day. (laughs) on the about me page read some of my articles and or anything else that may pique your interest so go ahead on mosey on over to denise denise g.com okay now let's dive into this whole business of getting closer to our needs getting closer to our wants you may have recalled in the prior episode we started talking about taking inventory In order for us to know where we want to go, we have to be aware of where we are right now and taking inventory. 
that means that we need to stop apologizing, ignoring and denying it. For a lot of us, we've been so busy trying to pretend it's not a problem until it becomes a great problem. And I don't want that for you. And we talked about how to assess and how to just do all that stuff to help you understand the necessity for you to move and grow and transform and change that. The fact that you doing Nothing being in a state of inaction is actually harming your future self from the possibilities for projects, opportunities, all that stuff is not within your grasp if you are battling with fears or insecurities or unresolved issues. So I would want you to delve into that prior episode if you haven't done so already because that goes into more depth about the reasons why we are not looking towards changing even though we know that our present reality sucks now i want to talk about attracting what you want you know nature abhors a vacuum anytime just think about in the forest i i'll i've been i am very curious i love watching nature videos i love watching stuff that uh about animals and trees and birds and cats and all that stuff and i remember was watching a little video and they were talking about deforestation in the Amazon system and saying that it's amazing within 15 to 20 years, even if there was a huge brush fire or someone plowed down trees or whatever, nature somehow spreads itself back onto that scorched earth, that bare land, and slowly the grass starts growing and trees start growing and then the birds are attracted they have a place to hang out now and then the then there's predators come and other things kind of slither and just repopulate that area that's what i mean when i say nature pours a vacuum the same thing goes for your mind your lifestyle once you decide to clear the wreckage of your mind once you start saying to yourself yes to yourself and yes to the possibilities and yes to the future this void this chasm develops and if you're not careful my dear if you're not careful then other stuff can creep into your mind unless you find a suitable and better replacement if you have been working feverishly to get out of a terrible romantic relationship but you haven't been willing to find a a new hobby or something else that's positive that can occupy your time you might find yourself engaging in alcoholism or some type of addiction or perhaps overwork over overworking workaholism something ism where although you have left a prior situation that was damaging and it was toxic you might find yourself slipping into tendencies and habits that are destructive and i don't want that for you and i definitely know that your future your better self doesn't want that either so what we're going to be doing right now is we're going to be understanding how we can be able to create that magnet so that we're not attracting crappy stuff, but we're attracting the good stuff, the the juicy good stuff of life. Because I definitely know if you're listening to this podcast, you want the good stuff. And what I've done is I've crafted four main ideas that's going to be able to help you. This is an overview. This is not in detail, but it's definitely going to give you some a framework to, to work through. If you want to go more into detail about how you can attract what you want and create the lifestyle that you want, I would advise you to check out my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where we help you declutter the mind, do the cleanup, and do a, have a deeper dive as to how 
you can find the things that bring you joy and pleasure and how you can prevent your mind from slipping into self-destructive or I know, but I shouldn't or excuses or pity or whatever, where we find ourselves in this victim role. And you are a victor, not a victim, my dear. And Amazing Attitude is going to really help you get on the right track. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below if that's something that's of interest to you. But With all of that being said, let's talk about the four things. The first thing is let's talk about utilizing your senses. And when I'm talking about utilizing your senses, I'm talking about sights, sounds, smells, the things that really catch your eye. I was reading a very interesting uh, article the other day, and they said that we, on balance, when we assess the tastiness of food, it's 80% is what we see. And then 20% is actually what it smells like. So I'll, that being said, I remember the article said, for example, that some, a a few couple of decades ago, Coca-Cola came out with this white Coca-Cola. It was a, and about Two thirds of the respondents said they changed the formula because it was appearing in a white can, but the formula stayed the same. That's so how powerful visuals are to us. So I want you to think to yourself, take a look around you. Just kind of like let your eyes scan the room. This is a podcast, so your eyes can scan. I'm not afraid or ashamed if you're not looking at your phone or your laptop or whatever device. Just look around. Take a pause and look around and ask yourself, what colors pique your interest? I love blue. Blue means calm. Blue means tranquil. I want tranquility. I like green. I like nature. I like things that soothe me. I also find myself attracted to lots of florals. I love nature. What attracts you? What colors attract you? Do you like a nice pop of yellow? Does it animate and excite you? Do you like black? Do you like grays? What What do you want? I want you to be really clear about that because I think for a lot of us, we just buy stuff and just jam it into our rooms or wherever we're at. And we never really think about the process behind why we like certain things. Take inventory. Ask yourself, there might be a lot of information that is coming from the things that attract you. Now, the sounds. Definitely sounds are a huge thing. I am a big, big, big fan of listening to smooth jazz or soft rock or music that made me feel like I am on a hammock and somewhere in the Bahamas or somewhere warm and yummy and tropical and I'm sipping a virgin pina colada and the sun's basking on my skin and I feel a warm gentle breeze. That's a lot of visuals there but the (laughs) the point I'm trying to make here is that I really love the sound of smooth, easy, relaxing, rocking things. I don't want to be jarred with rock music or a big bass or think something that would be best appropriate in a reggaeton video. Or I, I don't want to listen to that. That season of my life is over right now. I want to feel at calm. I want to feel at peace. And I want to feel at ease. Start allowing yourself to be very conscious about the things that you consume, not just the things that you eat, but the things that you listen to. Take stock of that. And if you want more calm, wink, wink, you have to attract more calm into your life. That means right down to the music you listen to. to. I have a client, she has a little mini water water machine thing that kind of 
plays water music or just other ambient white noise and that really helps her stay focused throughout the day especially because she lived she works in an office building where it's just faces the street gets a little loud gets a little noisy so that white noise helps drown out the sound from the outside and it helps calm her when she's going through a lot of stressful things at work you may have to make some decisions on repositioning some furniture around the house so that you're not around things that just jar you and make you feel upset or irritated you wouldn't believe for example, how irritated some people can be around near construction zones or something like that. The first few minutes is no big deal. But after, well, mm, mm, that jackhammer feels like it's jackhammering straight through your head. And that definitely can take you into a zone and a place and a mindset that is not where you want to be. So take stock of this noises that are around you. See if you can have I know there's some curtains that can actually dampen the sound of ambient noises or perhaps you need to be able to have some some new sounds that come in there or perhaps you've got an old creaky refrigerator maybe it's time to get a new refrigerator I don't know the sky's the limit the whole point I'm trying to make for you this kind of our conversation right now is ask yourself what exactly is going on in your house or your office or whatever and see whether or not you can make some slight tweaks Okay, now let's talk about smells. Now, the, this is the thing about smells, right? I know that we've got some people who are hypoallergenic. And I remember my husband said to me, the best smell to him is no smell. And he was telling me about this study about they were Febreze. And Febreze is, I think they have it around the world, but definitely in the U.S. where the original Febreze was literally an air neutralizer where you spray and there was absolutely no smells whatsoever. It had these properties that more or less absorbed or neutralized the smell of odors like from dirt or grime or whatever. And they did a focus group study because they, they it was the program, the, the product worked. It just totally canceled the smell, but people weren't buying it. And the reason why people weren't buying it is because they wanted to smell something. So they added this artificial uh, smell to it. And I remember my husband was telling me, I wish they had the product without the smell because I just hate smelling anything. My sinuses just act up. So I want to ask you, are there smells? Are there things that just tickles the nose and kind of irritates you? Is it time for you to do a <coughs> dusting around the house or a nice good vacuum? Or here's my tip. I remember when I was growing up, my mother bought this arm and hammer thing. It, was, it had the, all these weird smells like island scent and mango breeze and whatever. But the, the truth of the matter is you don't need to go fancy. You could just literally sprinkle baking soda on the floor, on your carpet or whatever. Just wait a couple of minutes and then vacuum it up. Poof, and it would zap away even the funkiest smells that get tracked in your house. As an example, the whole point of this, I'm glad you asked, the whole point of this conversation about smells is that if you are under any type of stress from whatever you're smelling or whatever you're hearing or whatever you're seeing, that stress can disrupt your brain's ability to find the things that give you pleasure and give you joy. If you're finding yourself stressed and anxious, and I talked this more about in Amazing Attitude about the details behind it, but just suffice to say that the thousand view of it is that if you're under stress you can't think straight if you can't think straight you can't make good decisions or you can't make good decisions you'll fall into habits that don't serve you and fall into decisions that don't serve you you don't make progress so I want you to make progress I want you to have change I want you to drop the excuses I want you to take a good hard look 
This is an extension of the inventory. And I want you to say, okay, I'm identifying these sights and smells and things that I don't like. Now let's think about the other side. What sights and smells and sounds do attract you and why do they attract you? I definitely, definitely believe that there's def- there's a list of things that light you up, give you joy, but you haven't put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard <laughs> and really ask yourself those questions. Let's not get into this habit of just going through the motions and not identifying what we want and why we want it. I truly believe that if you're here and you're listening to this podcast, you want more for yourself, you want more out of your life, you want more. And that means I, I want you to identify those things. And, and once we identify them, let's put some context around it. Think to yourself when I love looking at pink. It reminds me of when I was a kid and I got my first strawberry ice cream cone or whatever. And like, remember those emotions behind it. And See if you can recreate little things that give you pockets of happiness throughout your house. I keep little souvenirs around the house that my my husband gave me throughout our the years of our marriage. And now that you know we have a son, I, I, I also keep a little souvenir box of certain things that he gave me. I remember he made this little Mother's Day card and he said, I like my mom. My my mom's favorite activity to uh to do is to sleep. <laughs> And she likes to eat broccoli and we like to write together. I remember just looking at it and just going, well, he was trying his best when the teacher asked him like what he wa- what he thought of his mother. So, but the point I'm trying to say is that you hear me laughing because I'm actually like remembering like some parts of the little Mother's Day card that I got. The point I'm trying to make out of this is that there's definitely things that you can do to spark joy and spark joy can be remembering the good, the, the yummy, the pleasant, the tasty things out of life. Keep those little friendly reminders throughout the house. It'll definitely give you a little mini boost, especially as you go throughout your day. I definitely believe that is a little hidden hack for improving your mental wellness. Okay, now let's move on to the second idea is what words or ideas illuminate you or inspire you. I remember a mentor once told me that if there's something that really catches your your attention, write it down. And I have this list on my phone is like, fun or interesting things that I remember because our memory I don't know about you but I've got the memory of a goldfish so I got to write it all down and time to time I kind of read through my lesson every time I read through it there's ideas about motivation or inspiration or hope or just sometimes a good kick in the butt or or contradictions or metaphors and all this stuff idioms these things take me to a place where I where I need to go. Do I need to be inspired? Do I need a kick in the butt? Do I what do I need? And I want you to think about the words or ideas, or resources that ins- illuminate you. Because if you run towards those things, I bet you, as you go through the process of exploring and understanding yourself, you'll definitely be able to find more and more things that not just attract you, but it will also bring and attract you to other people that want what you have because that's the name of the game is that we're not just doing this for ourselves we're doing this this game of life so that we can leave the world as a better place and once we get close to the things that really align with our soul and align with what we believe is possible and capable we'll slowly start to drop the things that don't serve us okay now the next thing that I want to talk with you about is if you could do this meaning do this role 
or do this project or be in this town or whatever, and you just do it forever, where or what would it be? I'll repeat that again. If you could do this or be this or be here forever, for time until you kick, you, you kick dirt, I mean, you die, you know, where or what would it be? I think for a lot of us, we just go through the motions of living our lives. We go into these routines because they're comfortable, because it's familiar. And we, we as human beings, we love routine. But are we really doing the things that light us up and give us joy and make us feel passionate? And if not, maybe it's time for you to have a good, long, honest look. Be introspective and say, okay, m- Without any fears or judgment or criticism, I think for a lot of us, we hear this little, this voice, this little tape that's playing from our parents or teachers that says, well, you shouldn't be doing this. Think practical or practical is thinking small. And I want you to just go into yourself and just ask yourself, if I could be a painter or if I could be an artist or whatever that looks like. I want you to really map out that whole scenario of your day-to-day life. I go into amazing attitude a lot about mapping out your ideal day and mapping out how you want to live your life. I give you some more instructions about how to do that specifically. But for our time with one another, I just wanted to say that it's something that I believe that we all need to be doing. I cannot tell you how many times in the beginning of my career, I remember I graduated college and I said, well, you know, in 20, 30 years, I'll be an entrepreneur once I save all this money and I have this nest egg and then I'll get to it. And I remember I only got 10 years of working <laughs> before I became a full-time entrepreneur. It's it's so bizarre how, you know, life and nature and all that stuff thrusts you much faster than you're comfortable into things that will ultimately grow you, will ultimately help you heal, will ultimately help you rediscover what really matters most. And I'm thinking that as you're listening to this, are you excited about exploring something, but you believe that you have to have all these things lined up? And if that's the case, no, honey, no, you don't. You just need to put one foot in front of the other and just keep it moving because definitely there's more things ahead of you than behind you. And that starts with you taking a deep dive within yourself and asking yourself, where do you want to be? How do you want to live? And what do you want around you? What people do you want around you? Don't just say, well, I just want anyone. It doesn't really matter. Or I'll just go with what I got. No, 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 no. You are built for doing wonderful things. And I definitely believe that you need to start exploring in detail what that looks like. Okay. Now, lastly, I want to talk with you about like taking all those ideas. I talked to you about the sights and the smells and the sounds and the ideas and that vision. And I want you to get a, make a visual board. I want you to either rummage through your scrapbook or got some magazines or whatever you need to do and start piecing together on a big board, on a poster board. This is definitely uh, arts and craft. (laughs) And you don't have to, you could write it or you could draw it or you could just cut and cut and kind of put with a little glue, glue gun or I don't know. Just glue, just glue it onto the, 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 the board about all the things that you know that you want. I want you to really make a complete picture. Now that you had of it in your mind, I want to put it visually in front of you and stare at that sucker. Keep staring at that sucker over and over and over and over again, because the more you look at it, 
those neural pathways get created in your brain and you start actually desiring it. On my nightstand every day, I actually stare at a list of all the things that I want, all the things that I want to accomplish, all the things that really light me up. And I also have little reminders throughout the day. I have I have visual boards throughout my, my physical world, my virtual world, and it helps me in those moments where I just want to give up or those moments I just feeling tired or fatigued or mystified as to what's going on. It keeps me back right where I want to be. And I definitely believe that you would also benefit that from that too. So I just want you to consider that. So let's kind of wrap up and talk about everything that we talked about. Now, I want you to become really attuned to having substitutes for the things that are not working for you. Nature abhors a vacuum. If you start eliminating things that suck, things will so can suck worse if you don't have a healthy alternative and that's why we need to track the things that we want and, look. and the first thing that we talked about is this idea of the things the sights the smells all the things that get our attention because that's a definitely a key indicator that these things draw us but understand the reason behind that and are there certain things that you love let's amp it up let's bring more of it if there's things that you don't like maybe we need to modify some things maybe we need to take some things out I don't know you know your life you know your environment much better than I do obviously now also I want you to think about words or ideas or phrases or something like that ideas are contagious I want you to be sick with fun and positive and motivating things or things that inspire you to become great or try something new and Number three is I asked if you could have your ideal scenario, their perfect scenario that everything worked out, what would it be and why? If you could just be doing this to your dying breath, what would it be? I want you to really think about that. I want you to visualize that in your mind. If you have to go walking outside or just kind of turn off all the ambient noise around you, within reason, obviously, we can't unplug all of our devices, but we can be in a quiet room where no one and nothing is bothering us or no dog or cat or gerbil or parrot or whatever is chirping at us. We can just be alone with our thoughts. You would be surprised about all the things that you're thinking about or dreaming about inspiring you if you just allow that space to occur, that you're giving yourself that emotional space. And lastly, we talked about this idea of creating a vision board where we collect and assemble a collage of all the things that we want and desire and attract us and delight us and I want and once you do it just look at it look at it several times a day don't just do once or twice allow yourself to keep looking at it in order for you to attract what you want trust me the more things that you think about if you think about something a lot and a lot a lot you will somehow attract it I I I assure you, there's so many things that I have been able to manifest through focus, constant attention that I realized that me manifesting, me obtaining the things that I want in terms of social connections and clients and certain things didn't come by chance. It came from me being intentional. And the steps that I, I mentioned, if you follow them exactly, you'll be in a heck of a better place. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I enjoy talking with you. If you've got any questions or want to chat with me further, reach me at podcast at denisetealy.com. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.